Right, it's uh, time to uh, check in with Sam Ackerman and there's uh, plenty to talk about uh, concerning rugby league uh, over this weekend and uh, issues that have uh, raised their head during the week as well. Uh, But let's focus on uh, the real positive and that, of course, uh, is Sam. Uh, Daniel Anderson round uh, and uh, you've uh, managed to uh, get yourself uh, uh, up to Auckland for it in particular. So are you expecting a good performance from the Warriors tonight or uh, uh, you're a bit worried about the, the flat nature of the way they've been going? I think I'm in a minority. I am. I'm not concerned about what's happening with the Warriors. The, War, the Warriors are winning games. They should win with performances that aren't as inspiring as they necessarily can or should be. Do you know how far I'm away from every Warriors team of the past? The Warriors are winning the games they should, even when they don't play well. Historically, this is the club that has had, uh, even when in their great times. Oops! Don't know if Sam's gone. By well, the sound of it, uh, we might have it sounded a bit rough, the uh, reception, so I'm um, not quite sure where Sam is at the moment. We'll uh, try to get that cleaned up. Uh, but yes, Sam, uh, of course, is a Bay of Plenty man, and he's managed to get his way north uh, to Auckland for this game tonight, and there's uh, a number of issues that we uh, want to talk through, uh, including, of course, Daniel Anderson himself. Uh, there's a triple header coming up. At Eden Park, uh, yeah, okay, uh, good and Sam got you back. Thank, thanks uh, for that. So you're not worried at all. That's cool. So I don't know where, I was, uh, where, where it cut out, but basically, saying I'm not concerned because a Warriors team that can win ugly and can find ways to win against teams when they are not performing to their best is a huge improvement on Warriors teams of old. Any any era you want to go to, the great the great O2 teams, 2011 teams, still had the capacity to drop their bundle against teams that were towards the bottom of the table. The Tigers put in one of their best shifts of the season. A real, I thought they gave it a really good nudge, and the, you know it did get tight, uh, but the Warriors found a way through. They're not performing to their best, but they don't need to play to their best to put these teams to the sword. Cricket scores don't change uh, whether they're going to finish third or or what they're going to do in the finals right now. Racking up the wins is is pretty crucial, so I'm I'm far from concerned. But as far as Daniel Anderson round, this is a pretty emotive one. Uh, I'm very lucky that I started my uh, career in the the media, it was the uh, the Daniel Anderson starting uh, the era there. So I uh, was able to see up close and personal what he achieved with the team. Uh, and I've been thoroughly impressed with the, the legacy that he uh, created from that. You remember when Daniel Anderson started, the Warriors were literally a team on the scrap heap. They went bankrupt. They were playing horribly in the 2000 season. Uh, of course, there was the investment, Eric Watson, the, uh, the, the CEO of Mick Watson in there too. But Daniel Anderson's role in there was monumental in turning the Warriors into the club they are now. So I've got a huge amount of respect for him. He's intense as a coach. Man, was he intense. Uh, And that's why he he didn't last uh, an exorbitant amount of time because, you know, those intense coaches bring hit and miss uh, results when when he gets to that stage. But the Warriors uh, definitely had a lot more hit than miss with Adam. Those three seasons of 01, 02, 03 uh, were just just wonderful to, to watch and be part of and see what the... Uh, the club create the something new and, and create history of that first grand final. So, and come within a whisker should be said of, of making another grand final. I think they were better than the Panthers team that played on the day um, in that grand final qualifier in 03, but they lost it. And I think that would have been 
uh, a game they could have gone on to win. So it's a, a huge uh, credit to who the Warriors are. And as a bloke, uh, yes, intense as a coach, but uh, those who know him, uh, love him. I ran into Daniel Anderson um, at the Old Boys Day last year, uh, actually, and, and got to have a good yarn with him. And he was in, in great spirits. The, the terrible accident he had, uh, body surfing, um, that's just, it's just horrible to see that it's changed uh, his life the way it has. But rugby league, um, the way that the sports and the community rally together is always phenomenal. So very, a very special round. And I will walk proudly through the gates at Daniel Anderson Stadium today. Very good tribute. Uh, really nice, Sam. Um, when you do walk through them today or a little later in the evening, um, the Warriors versus the Sea Eagles. Uh, now then, um, I won't even say the, the term, but... Uh, is this one that you should be, we should be all worried a wee bit about with the daily Cherry Evans at the helm? They're very capable, Manly. Manly, uh, Manly have a have a lot of strike power, and they. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that they've struggled as much as they they should as they had this year. I think under Anthony Seabold, they haven't had um, the type of performances. Um, but I tell you what, look, it, it didn't work out. It was it was a tactic that was flawed, and it um, it came to bite them backside. But against the Panthers last week, they tried to do something different against the the unstoppable juggernaut at the top of the table. Manly kicked on the first tackle, and they kicked early in the tackle count to turn Penrith around and try to put the pressure on. Now, it backfired, um, but you know you, they prepared to try something against the top team. Now, that should be a, a warning bell for the Warriors that they will be tr- prepared to try something to make something happen. Uh, Manly's not going to feature in the finals, but they're going to give everybody a shake-up and do their best to, uh, to go out strongly. So I'm really interested to see what they'll bring. The Warriors are a better side than Manly but they cannot take Manly for granted. I mean, Cherry Evans, you mentioned, what he's been able to produce um, for many stages of his career has been nothing short of phenomenal. Uh, Saab on the wing has got as much gas as anyone in the NRL, and, and the Warriors have been exposed with a little bit of pace out wide last week. So a lot, a lot to like about what's coming down from, um, from Manly as far as the challenge. These are good challenges for the Warriors to have because I'd rather they had tough games now uh, than walkovers. So the Tigers wasn't a walkover. Yep, didn't play great, but that's great that they're having to find solutions to problems and looking forward to see how they handle what Manly fire them. But I, I think this should be uh, an, another sellout. Uh, it would be an absolute travesty to drop this game uh, and you're walking closer and closer to that home finals, really. Uh, Sam, just looking forward in terms of international rugby league, and it's a, it's a real um, mixture, isn't it? Trying to get motivation, uh, motivation in that about that, but uh, this uh, Pacific Championship, uh, what are you liking about that and Eden Park getting a triple header? I'm loving that it's happening. I'm loving that International Rugby League is is, um, is actually taking place because it's it's difficult really, to to get that happening. And it is, uh, I'm a huge advocate of it, not just... I mean, obviously, I love seeing the Kiwis perform. I love seeing the Kiwis win. Uh, and the, you know, I, I will... Take take any chance to see that happen, but having other uh, other clashes as well as as all the games that are happening here, the bowl competition uh, happening in uh, Papua New Guinea as well, it's fantastic. These things need to happen. There needs to be some importance. Now, when we get there. I'm really intrigued to see what the NRL clubs are doing. Are they allowing their players to go and play? Or are they saying everyone needs to go for clean-up operations or uh, you know, things that could be put off that'll maybe eat into a couple of weeks of their pre-season? The NRL clubs have historically just chipped away at what um, the international game is for their own personal needs. They do play the players' bill, but if, if 
rugby league wants to grow, the international game is absolutely paramount. So I'm thrilled it's here. I'm stoked Hamilton gets the final. Uh, what a great call and a tough call uh, that New Zealand rugby league must have gone into bat for there because you know Australia quite easily just goes, no, we'll take that, thanks. But to, to make that happen is uh, huge. New Zealand versus Australia will happen in Melbourne. Um, I, I personally, I, I don't have any any buy-in of playing Test League in, in Melbourne. The game's not growing there. If the Storm can't make it grow, Test Rugby League won't make it happen either. But, you know, that's by the by. They do want to share it around. But that triple header at Auckland um, will be absolutely phenomenal. I'm stoked that the Kiwi Ferns um, are getting their uh, rub as well. Anyone who's watched NRLW knows uh, there's some great New Zealand players um, kicking around in there and the Kiwi Ferns have got a legacy that can is right up there with the uh, the Black Ferns as well. So I'm, I'm thrilled um, and can't wait to see it happen. I'm also stoked for a New Zealand A team because we'll get to see those players who aren't necessarily right in the, uh, the middle of contention but are about to platform their way there in the future. It's another way of helping them buy into um, to Kiwi Kiwi, the Kiwi way, to, to have them bagged, if you like, um, for wanting to be part of uh, future competitions against uh, against Tonga A. So these are stepping stones. All these things are, are ways forward for International Rugby League. And it's been a long time since we've been able to say forward movement and International Rugby League in the same sentence. Uh, Sam, just finally, uh, little did we know that uh, last week was the last we'd see of Tim Sheens uh, at the West Tigers and all of a sudden a really quick elevation for Benji. What do you made of this? Uh, listen, Tim Sheens is a, uh, he was always an interim coach. He was, was a, a completely there to fill in once, um, once Michael Maguire was given a, a hefty heave-ho uh, and then there was you know decision, well, we're just going to bring him for Benji. The Tigers are going so badly that there's absolutely nothing to lose of putting Benji in now and giving Benji Marsh an opportunity to step his own mark on this team. I don't want to discredit what Tim Sheens has achieved or, uh, or what he has actually brought with this Tigers side, but by the sound of things, he hasn't been very active participant within um, the training and tactics of late. And what we saw out of the Tigers in the weekend was a was a desire to try things and to back themselves. And, yep, it's not always going to come off. The Tigers aren't about to become a premiership force in, in um, the next 12 months. But Benji Marshall needs to be given the confidence to do it and given the confidence to know that if it doesn't work out, they're going to go, try, they're going to go out trying, trying things on. That is what Tigers fans have missed because they've been, they've been dire performances. Tigers fans can wear defeats like the defeat they saw last week because they had Buller and Laurie uh, ripping things up and, and re- willing to have a crack even after they're put under pressure. So the Tigers can make positive steps forward. They're not going to do so just with another holding pattern of Tim Sheens. Tim Sheens will be there, will always be uh, there for Benji to, to turn to. But you know, I, I, didn't, I don't see the benefit of another season under Tim Sheens, uh, where Benji Marshall might be might not be ready. But apparently, he wasn't. People said he wasn't going to be ready when they threw him into first grade either. Benji Marshall has more tenacity than people give him credit for. Sam Ackerman, always great to catch up with you. Uh, enjoy your night out tonight, and uh, thanks again for your participation, Sam. Always enjoy it. Thank you. Cheers, mate.